we go. Oh. Journey. Let's crack them. Let's go, Brandon. Let's go, Brandon. Yeah. I don't know. Vegetable oil. They're <laughs> mm. pretty sweet, though. Yeah, I like it. It's right over your beard. That's beautiful. Yes. We'll, we'll post gonna, yeah, I got to post those. Post those up on our. Uh, <laughs> Our uh, Absolutely. website. Or, uh, yeah, I'll send Twitter. you a picture. I, I, yeah, you can airdrop it over to yeah, yeah. So, yeah, let's go, Brandon. Yeah. Hopefully, yeah. it doesn't slide out. No, it's on, <laughs> it's on air good. That's good stuff, though. Anyway, um, episode 89, Ryan Shotgun with Norman Jim. We are uh, we're back. I guess you call this championship. Championship Sunday? Is yeah. that what they call this? Yeah. Oh, nice. Nice pick. Oh, why did that disappear? Do it again. I didn't get to accept that. But, <coughs> um, it can't, there it is. Huh? Yep. So, Championship Sunday. Yeah, well, how about, how about last week? I like to, who, who sent the thing about the video game? That was perfect. But, I did. I was like, that's so exactly I got what it is. I got that written down here, so we'll talk about oh, that. Oh, I love that. Um, I showed that to a woman in Wawa today because she was how saying. How cool was that? Every single play they did. I know. <laughs> and then uh, they, they like put up what plays you can pick. <laughs> it was very, very cool. <laughs> Kick so field old school. So good stuff. Uh, we got a little snow yesterday. <laughs> Freaking freezing cold here. Seven degrees yep. this morning. Yes, it is. And uh, going to be 50 on Wednesday, which I, I'm looking forward to. Yeah, and Groundhog rainy, though, right? Is that what? Is, is it going to be raining? I think it's going to rain on Thursday. Thursday. Yeah. Thursday is all 58 and rainy. Good. Wash your shit away. I hate snow. I hate snow, too. We'll move down with Tiano down to Tampa Bay. Yeah, I'm, I'm out of here soon. Get this kid off to college, figure out what I'm going to do. <laughs> move but down I'm, to Columbus, <clears throat> uh, South Carolina. Well, it depends Columbia. on where he goes. So, you know, if the kid's an enigma, figure that out. Um, now, if he goes to UNC Wilmington, maybe I move to the beach down there. That would be cool. So he got in there, and they have his two majors. So okay. we will see. Anyway, episode 89, mm-hmm. uh, the greats to wear 89. Let's kick it off, and then we'll get into the championship okay. Sunday <clears throat> and all the stuff. So uh, 89, how about Mike Ditka? Mike Ditka. <laughs> Ditka. Played for the Eagles. The bear. Yes, he did. He was very bad. Then he went on to the Cowboys. Cowboys, yeah. The and then the Bears. Okay. Well, he started with the Bears. Started with the Bears. I thought he got the Eagles drafted him. No, the Bears drafted him. Did and they? He had a disagreement with, uh, what's his name, Hallis, and then he went Did to he the... really? And Hallis brings him back as coach. Yeah, yeah. They, they had a falling out for a couple, quite a few years. Imagine that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Imagine Dick having a falling out with somebody. So I'll start it off with a um, guy, he's on, I guess he's on the NFL Network now, uh, Steve Smith. Carolina Carolina, very good ball player, yeah. I think, I think it, Ended up with the Ravens after that for a little bit. Okay. He was a player, though. Uh, I will go with, uh, how about Chad Lewis? Chad Lewis. Yeah. So there's something that is up with Chad Lewis that I don't know about, but yeah. I think it has something to do with a jersey. What? And uh, Bruce and Newman and, I don't know, there's something to do with a Chad Lewis jersey. <clears throat> but Somebody if you remember, when we were at Newman's, he had the Chad Lewis jersey hanging up in there. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. I mean, Chad Lewis is a good ball player. Oh, he's a great yeah. ball player. Yeah. But I think it's just something funny. Oh, um, would he try to get an autograph or something like that? And he, so here's my... And they have Varane with him. He started a fight with him? He probably bought it off Bruce. He probably had it on that secondhand site that Bruce puts all his stuff on. <laughs> I'll bet you that's what it is. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, 
Um, I got a good one for you. I okay. thought this guy was a really good tight end. Played mm-hmm. for the Packers. Okay. Yep. Yep. Mark Tamora, but a great story with him. Okay. You remember Mark Tamora? Yeah. He fought with yes. the high school girls in the hot tub. Oh, really? <laughs> good for Mark Tamora. <laughs> well, that was it. It was like I think he was a married guy or something. Oh, oh Mark! He got caught with the high school oh, girls. Oh, that's not good. All right, Mark. Um. Uh, how about Mark Bavaro? Mark Bavaro, I love Mark Bavaro. Giants, God, he was good. He killed us. Yes, he did. He was. Uh, he was just. Uh, he's just one of those guys. Where did he play? Was he a Notre Dame guy? Or? No, I don't think he was a Notre Dame guy. No, I don't think so. Sure, because he he just he's got that build of like. And he didn't say two fucking words. The guy. I mean, no. he just had this nasty look on his face. Didn't say nothing. I remember that, that game against the Niners where he caught it and he dragged half their team 20, 30 yards. Remember that was that? like a Monday night football game. That was unbelievable. And it, they had a good day. Like Ronnie Lott and all these guys banging into him, and he just kept dragging. It, it was just so fucking strong, man. Uh, Mark Bavaro, let's see. He went to Notre Dame. Good call. What year did he graduate? Uh, let's see. Well, he started in the pros in 85, so it would have been 84. Oh, well, Notre Dame sucked at that point, so. Okay, wow. Yeah, that's an interesting one. Right. Um well, the oh my God, I got so. How about this guy? He was a wide receiver for the Kansas City Chiefs mm-hmm. uh, when they were Super Bowl champs. Oh, Otis Taylor. Otis Taylor, yeah, yeah, I remember him. He had a touchdown against the Vikings. Yeah, I late sixties. All right, I'm going to go. Since you went way back, I'll go way back. Uh, and this is a Penn State connection uh, from the Packers. Dave Robinson, Hall Dave of Famer. Ro- okay. And he played for uh, Rip Engel. And well, Joe was there too, but Rip Engel was there. Joe was an assistant, right? He was an assistant, probably recruiter. Um, how about Steve Tasker? Played for the Bills, the special oh, yeah, teamer, yeah. strictly on that. Was was that? Ta- I thought that was BB who shot. Oh, was it BB? I thought it was Tasker. It was BB, uh, but Tasker was, was a player. He was he, Tasker was eighty nine, but but yeah. he didn't he. That, that's about the time they started having a uh, all pro position for a special teams they guy, did. and he was always he was the guy. He was the guy. Yep. Okay. Um. Oh, I got an old school guy. This is uh, back when. Uh, the the what's it the Chargers had that great uh, offense. How oh, about West Chandler? Yes, West Chandler. West Chandler. I, I think he started with the Packers and then went to uh, San Diego. He was yeah. something else, man. They had a great wide receiver. He was great, man. Uh, I definitely love West Chandler. Uh, he was on my list. Mm-hmm. Um, how about a guy out of Ohio State? Had a very short career <coughs> in the pros. He was just he was a stud when he was playing, but I think he he was major steroid problem. He got. I think he ended up getting banned from the NFL because oh, wow. he kept testing positive. Uh, David Boston. David Bo- Oh, didn't he get jacked up and they were going to make him a tight end? Yeah, he was so big. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, I remember him in college. He was great. Yeah, and he was with the Cardinals. and I don't know. He bounced around for a few teams, but okay. he was. Uh, he just got jacked, man. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I do remember him. Uh, I'm going to go old school again. This is a defensive guy from the Rams, Fred Dreyer. Fred Dreyer, And wasn't yes. he on some TV show? He was, yeah. What show was that? Um, damn. He's like a cop or whatever. Yeah, he was a cop. For a dryer. It was a 70s show. Yeah, well, he was it 70s or 80s because he was playing in the 70s into the he early 80s. He did play, you're right. And he right. played with like Jack I just Jungle remember him and I was like, man, that's a big dude. Yeah. And he launched himself into a career. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how great this guy was. He was pretty good as yeah. a player, as a tight end, but I love him as a coach. Dan Campbell. For Lions, he's a rookie coach. This oh year. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was he was tight. Guy, yeah. Ironically, he was a tight end for the Lions. 
Oh, um, really? Yeah, but he's just one of those guys. He reminds me of the guy that was with the Steelers for years, the coach. Uh, oh, yeah, who won a Super Bowl. He's on. He's a yeah, broadcaster he's on CBS, now, too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Bill something, Bill. Bill Cower. <laughs> Bill Cower, the big chin. Yeah, the big chin. But that's what Dan Campbell reminds me of him. Emotional dude. Yeah, yeah maybe he too. Maybe he'll be the, finally the guy who turns around in Detroit. Yep. Um... I'm going to go with another tight end for Tennessee, Frank Wycheck. Frankie Wycheck. Did he, wasn't he part of that miracle? He was. Was and he the guy who threw it? He, he was the guy who threw it. And uh, I always said he was Father Judge, but he's actually Archbishop Ryan. I looked that up. He's he a Philly guy? Maryland. Yeah, he went to Maryland. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah, Frankie Wycheck. Wow, okay. Uh, how about Santana Moss? Santana Moss. The U, out of the U. The U. All right, I'll come up with another U guy. Uh, Brian Blades. Brian Blades. Benny Blades' brother. Yes. Those Blades were good. Yes. I think he played for Seattle. Uh, Stick with Seattle. Doug Baldwin. Okay, yeah. Good receiver and uh, got himself a Super Bowl ring. Okay. Well, since you went with a high state guy, I'll go with a Michigan guy. How about Ty Streets for the Niners? Ty Streets. Another speedster. Yes. Uh, Guy going to play today. Uh, He's been with the Rams for a few years, tight end. Big dude. He's almost like that new kind of tight end receiver, Tyler Higby. Okay, yeah. 89, so watch yeah, for him today. Yeah. All right, I'm going to go old school for the Cowboys. Billy Joe Dupree. Billy Joe Dupree. What a good, now, that's a perfect name to play for the Cowboys. And Billy was, Joe. And he was like out of Michigan State. He wasn't oh, he really out of Michigan Yeah, but Somewhere he had like that it. name, and it, that was perfect. And mm-hmm. he, was there with, he was there with Staubach and, and then later Danny White. Billy yep. Joe. Billy Joe Dupree. That's a good one. How about a defensive end? Only guy ever to wear 89 for the Colts. Wasn't in my lifetime, but Gino Marquette. And then he started Gino's, right? Remember yes. Gino's, a food thing? Yes. And he played with Art Donovan. Yes, and those two. And Donovan had great stories about him, about yeah, how much yeah. he could eat. But only guy ever to wear 89 for the Colts. They don't Get out. They retired? Yep. Oh, that's great. That's smart. Yeah. All right. Uh, I'm going to go with one everybody used to say he was my cousin out of the Dolphins, Nat Moore. Not more. <laughs> Guys look alike. Yeah, we do. Yeah, he looks more like me than Johnny. Not more for the Finns. All right, gotcha. Um, here's a guy way back. I think he played, he might have been on the Super Bowl team, Wally Henry with the, the Eagles. Wally he was Henry, like late 70s. Yes. I don't know. They were, you know, he was start. definitely one of those guys that, you know, Vermeil brought those locker room guys. Yeah, Wally Henry. Like Charlie Homeboy Smith and all the that birds. stuff. All right, I'll stick with the birds. How about Calvin Williams? Calvin Williams, good one. He was one. good, yeah. He was a speed was good, good. He was like 90s. He was a good player. Man. Yeah. Uh, all right, I'm going to go right now with the Flyers. Cam Atkinson. Okay. Plays for Flyers. The Flyers, have they broken that losing streak yet? I have that down here to talk about. They did? Did they finally break Last break? night. All right! <laughs> Woo-hoo! I really wish the Flyers. I mean, I'm not a big hockey guy, as you know, but when the Flyers and the Eagles are good, the city is electric. I know. You're like, no one gives a shit about the Sixers. The, well, the, the Phillies, Phillies too. Well, the Phillies, but if they're losing, no, everybody ignores them. Phillies have a more diverse uh, fan base. They have the older people yeah. who love the Phillies, you know. Who love baseball. Who love baseball, yeah. right. Women. Yeah. More women. I mean, young women love the Eagles. You know, you get a little bit older. It's, but it's when the, fly, the Flyers will sell out, even when they suck, well, maybe not right now, but... When they're winning, man, it, I mean, I remember like during the 90s, you know, the Flyers would be making their playoff runs and the bars would be mobbed because people wanted to yeah. watch the Flyers. And it was awesome. But the, it's like that organization is shit. What the fuck, man? I mean, who bought them? Com- Comcast. It's like, yeah. come on, dude. Whoever's running it, get rid of them. Let's f- find some hockey guys and let them run the thing. I mean, Ed Schneider is rolling over in his grave because 
all he was about was he he hasn't won right. I mean, since then. Yeah. But it was like he would do anything to win. He would get the yeah. best coach. He would get the best. I mean, he kept everything in. I mean, yeah. the Flyers were always the best organization. I couldn't. I couldn't name five guys really. Cam Atkinson. Right? Yeah. Um, Kevin, I couldn't name more guys from the seventies and eighties than ever now. But right. I'm not Drew, a I mean, Drew, poor guy. I mean, he's yeah. a, actually a great fucking player. They yeah. don't. They have never won with him. Yeah. Since his like rookie sure. year. Um. 89s. Let's see. I am going to go with Mark Clayton from the Fins. Mark Clayton. Good one. Uh, I tight end now for the Ravens. Mark Andrews. Mm. He's a stud. I I really, that's that's a guy I think next year I want to get on my fantasy okay. team. Amari <laughs> um, uh, Cooper wore 89 when he was on the Raiders. The Raiders. And then he went to the Cowboys. I think he's 19. 19. Yep. Yeah. Amari yep. Cooper. That's a great one. Yeah. He was good for the Raiders, and it was like he just wore wow. out his welcome, which he's kind of doing now. Is he? Is he Cowboys. doing that? Okay. Yep, he's doing the same okay. shit now. So I don't know get what gets with these guys. Uh, another hockey player. This guy was really good for the Buffalo Sabers for years. Alexander Mogilny. Okay. Player for years. All right. I only have two more on my list. All right. Uh, I have a, an old tight end. Uh, where Bengals are in, and I think this guy was a tight end for the Bengals when they went to Super Bowl sixteen. And he was more of an old-style tight end where they blocked more and caught a little. A guy named Dan Ross. Dan Ross. I remember, remember Dan him? Ross. Yeah. Was he out of Temple? I don't know. I'm not I sure. I don't know why I thought he was out of Temple. He might. No. Well, I mean, there, he might have been. Yeah, I remember But I remember Ross, him though. on that team. And he would, like, you know, just like back in the day, tight ends would, you know, you, when you threw it to him, it was a surprise. Um, and he was one of those guys. But he would catch it. You know, I remember. He, big, big, big fucking guy. dude. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's how they were built back then. 79 to 83, Dan Ross. Uh, let's see where he went to college. Northeastern. Okay. Right. Didn't even know Northeastern had a football team. No, I neither did I. I know they have a basketball team. That's where Reggie Lewis went. Oh, really? Yeah. Shit, Jim, Jim Calhoun, uh, Calhoun was their coach. All right, I got a couple more guys. One guy, this was uh, a great one in college, uh, uh-huh. Ross Browner. Oh, Ross Eight. Browner. He was awesome at Notre Dame. Yeah, defense. And then his brother was Joey, and he went to USC. Yep. Oh my God! Yeah, the Browners were awesome. Yep, yep. Yeah, he was seventy nine in the in the pros. Um, I think Jared Cook uh, was eighty nine at was. one point. No, he, he's for a few teams. He's been eighty nine. Eighty nine. I think he was eighty seven with the Raiders, but I, I think for the Chargers maybe he was eighty nine. Yeah. Jared Cook's been around for yeah, years. Yeah, yeah. Great he's player. 89. Okay. Um, here's a guy, a murderer. Oh God, Ray Caruth. Oh shit, he played for Carolina Panthers. <laughs> yes, yes. yes. Was he out? Did he? He got out. I think he, he did get out. Yeah. Oh my. I think God. he killed. I think that it was a double murder, though, wasn't it? I don't remember. Because she was pregnant. Oh my God, and that's why he, and he got out. Yeah. Oh, I remember that. Oh my God, I remember that. Not a great one. Uh, yeah, notorious yeah, one. yeah, notorious um, one. How about James Jones, receiver for the Detroit uh, Lions? And the Packers for years, too. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, let me see. Uh, That's all I really got. There's one um, more guy on my list. I thought I had one more. Did I say... Last one I had on my list was Mercedes Lewis. <laughs> tight end for the Packers and the Jaguars. Uh, okay. uh, I don't think I have... No, I don't have any more. I can't think of anybody. Yeah, it's... It's funny. I mean, again, there's some greats. There's some obscure ones we like mm-hmm. to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, but now we move into the 90s. Okay. <laughs> so oh, I did have one more. Uh, from Pittsburgh Steelers, Ernie Mills. 
Ernie Mills, okay. And he was like, he was with, uh, what's his name, uh, the coach we just mentioned for the... the Coward. Coward, Bill Coward. Yeah, yeah Bill Coward. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, again, I have to say it, I say it all the time, that everybody listens. I got a list in front of me. Jimmy's fucking pulling it from ah. his head. So, <laughs> just watch too um, much football. So here we go. Let's talk about last week's playoffs. We'll go game by game. Oh, boy. We'll finish with the big And each one. one was better than the next. It each really game was. Like, you know... This so, is going to be the best. So game. the first game was Cincinnati. The Bengals playing the Titans. Cincinnati wins yeah. nineteen to sixteen. Yeah. Joe Barrow gets sacked nine times, which I know, was a record. A record. And and they said <clears throat> when he got sacked the eighth year, they're like the the highest amount of sacks to go on to win was Donovan McNabb got sacked eight times oh, and really? went on to win that game. They said it right near the end. So I'm thinking he's not going to win. And then you know the Titans had the ball, and I was saying last week how much I liked that coach, and he's timing it up, you know, the way he's working the clock. Like we're going to get there, kick this field goal with only a few seconds, yeah. and I'm thinking, oh, this is smart, this is smart. But then you look at his quarterback. God, he sucks. Damn, and he, he sucks. sucks. And he, as soon as he's doing that, I'm like, this guy just fucked it all. He sucks. Up. So yeah, he sucks. And then that kicker kicked four freak, that rookie kicker yeah. four field goals for. What, uh, what's his name? I don't know. He has like a name like that. That's kind of. Synonymous with making it or something, but yeah, he nails it. Yeah, he nails it. Supposedly, he was like talking shit, like "We're moving on, boys," before he even kicked it. And that's not like a kicker, like what? That He's talking shit. So awesome. That, that's what man. Joe Burrow said. He goes, "Yeah, I saw him." He goes, "They called timeout." He goes, "Boys, we're Evan, going to Evan McPherson." Oh, now that's not. Now I must be yeah. thinking about somebody else. <laughs> that was awesome, though. So cocky. Mm-hmm. He was like, Burrow said he was coming on the field. He goes, "Boys, we're going to the championship going to the game." Championship game. <laughs> Yes, it's a little greasy one, but let's see. Oh, is it? And zoop! No, this <laughs> one's greasy, so fuck it. Yeah, up. fuck it. Um, all right, and then the 49ers-Packers game. Another Jimmy Garoppolo, which kind of, you know, I've been thinking about this all week, which proves to me you don't have to have an, a, a tight, flight, flight, top-flight quarterback to get far. Right. Because Jimmy was fucking up big time. Yep. And they have a great defense and a good run game. Right. Sound familiar? If yeah. we draft well, that well, maybe we could do a little something. I don't know. Um, I, I just don't know. It's like... Because Jimmy was doing everything he could to lose that game. I know. Uh, he we Last week we were thinking about the guy, and I'm going back, but very much like... <coughs> we couldn't think of his name last week. Trent Dilfer. Trent Dilfer, yes. Right. Doesn't he now run quarterback uh, camps? No, Trent Dilfer? I think he does. Does he? Who's the guy who was smacking somebody in a camp they were saying this summer? Oh, really? Wasn't it Trent Dilford? It was Trent Isn't, Dilford. isn't Dilford on TV now? Yes, he, he was on ESPN. I, I think, think he might yeah, have, yeah. I don't think. I he think whatever not. happened, he, he might have been on. No, I don't. I think he was going before that. But they were okay. saying that he was smacking guys in the head, and, and they're like, "Yo, dude, whatever." That's like that. But yeah, it's Trent Dilford. Yes. So defense ruled today. Uh, yes. 49ers got a great defense. Um, they kept and, Rodgers. And at Packers, I turned that game off because I, I think there was maybe four minutes, five minutes left. Niners are in field goal range. They go for it on fourth down, fourth and one. And, don't make and they don't make it something. They got this. You know, Rodgers is going to run out. The, he'll probably run the four-minute offense right now, and it'll be 13-3, yep. and that'll be the game. Yep. And, boy, I turned off the TV at the wrong time. So... You know, first of all, they they get a field goal block before the end of the half. Yes, which is points. And, and, and first of all, they were like on the eleven. He throws it up, and the receiver catches it all goofy. Yeah. And then after he catches it, he zigs it. Just run a straight fucking line. Right. And as somebody criticized him later, like if you don't get in, at least get the fuck out of bounds and save yourself a timeout. Ding dong. Right. Why didn't he do that? Run a straight line. Run for the cone, and if you don't get it, you get knocked out. 
and then you save a timeout. Maybe you can run a few plays. Right. Oh, yeah, and then you get the, the kick blocked by the same guy, by the way, who got burned. Oh, the, you're the, right. He, the kid who got burned, yes. I think his number was one. Right. He came in, well, you talk about redeeming yourself. So How about it? Right there. They, the block punt, though. You know, since you were a little kid, whatever, right? I mean, high school, everything, everything growing up, they always tell you, you block inside. You yes. block inside. Correct. When you're on that block team, that's what you're schooled to do. Yeah, you go in. Yeah. The, fa- the fact that he doesn't even, he doesn't even, like, you know, if there's a guy outside you, you're supposed to throw your hand out and go in, right? Because mm-hmm. I was on the end many mm-hmm. times. Yeah, yeah. Throw your hand out and push give that him guy out. Give him a little shove or something. Give, give him a little shove and you right. block inside. Nobody gets inside you. He gave that guy a clear path. He didn't even try and block that inside guy. Yeah. He turned to the outside guy. Yeah. That's like yeah. a huge special team. Yeah, and, and as, as someone, as you know, you, you, when you try to block it, and even if somebody shoves you a step off, that makes it a little, that, that throws it's off tough. your timing. It's tough. But if you've got a nice clear path, you're like, oh, and you see him drop that ball, here I go. Yep. And, you know, but if you, you know, knock him off a little bit, just that half step will get the ball off. Yeah. Just a complete blunder. Yeah. And um, it was, it's almost like you watch that. I mean, it's amazing that the 49ers picked up on that and, and knew right where to go, whatever, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and their special teams. Jesus Christ. And I think the, the, uh, the, the Packers coach before the game, they asked him, how do you think you're going to do today? He goes, he goes, we should be okay as long as our special teams don't mess up. And they do. And they did. Yep. They did. They cost them 10 points. Mm-hmm. Uh, final score, 13-10. Robbie Gould kicks that game at the end. Uh, field goal wins yep. it. Yep. Defense ruled the day. Yeah. Uh, and then the Rams, Tampa Bay. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Rams tried their best to blow that game. They sure did. I mean, they were up 27-3. Yep. The game should have never been close. Nope. And it's not like they were like, you know, uh, the uh, Super Bowl with, with Atlanta where they didn't run the ball. They were running the ball. They just kept fumbling the ball. Yes. Like, what, are you kidding me? Yeah, Cam Akers fumbles that ball, and Tom Brady goes in two plays later. Boom. <coughs> and then that long pass, which, you know, you got the best. Jalen Ramsey, one of the best defensive backs in all of football. I don't know if Evans shoves him. But you can't let that guy get behind you. You can't let that happen. Evan is like that he's touchdown. got the body of a tight end, but the speed of a receiver. He's a freak of nature, and yeah, I don't know. He's just a, a good ball. You got to have somebody back there help him. Yes, you just you can't know? let. He was your. He was their only receiver, really. And yes, they weren't doing shit all yes. day. You're so right. it's like they you shut down Gronk and him. Their linebackers yeah. were shutting down Gronk. Gronk had a few catches, yeah. whatever. Yeah. They let him get behind him. He catches that touchdown. They get the ball back. Akers fumbles the ball. The game should have been over. Yeah. And then they get the ball. And how stupid is freaking the Bucks to let that kid get open? Cup. Yes. If you, again, the same thing. Wide if you're not going to let somebody beat you, don't let him beat you. No. You got to say, all right, let's double this dude. The rest of the guys will do what we got to do. And if you watch that defensive back, <coughs> he's running at the defensive back. The defensive back or safety, whatever it was there, because it was a blitz, never even moves until he's at him. Yeah. And then he has to turn around, and Cup is just gone. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, it was an all-out blitz, and uh, Stafford just throws the ball up. Cup yeah. comes under it. Uh, they caught him. Somehow they caught <laughs> Cup. And then just, boom, field goal, game yeah. over. Yeah. And uh, great football game. So here we are, three yeah. really good football games. Yeah, and then you get to... The Bills and Chiefs, and you're thinking, oh, my God. You're like, okay, this one's going <laughs> to... 
Like, this can't top those. It's exactly what I was thinking. I was like, how can you tout? And then those? the last two minutes were like, boom, boom, boom. Like, Incredible. And, and after that, after I had missed, I, I missed the, uh, the, the Niners thing. When the Bucks were up by or losing by a certain amount, I'm thinking, okay, this one's over. I kind of was flipping around, and I started missing a few scores. That one, I said, I am not touching this right yeah, on TV. Exactly. And I'm glad I did. Still cannot believe it. it <coughs> you know, you hate to throw out the greatest of this, the greatest mm-hmm. of that, whatever. It was one of the greatest football games I ever saw, completely with everything with on the line. With 13 seconds, you're like, you, you know, you're thinking, this how much you know how great the offense of Kansas City is. You're worried. If there was any other team, 13, so you're like, 13, so fuck, they ain't going to do nothing. But them, you knew they were going to do something. So 13 seconds left. Think about it. Dak had Dak Prescott had 14 seconds left. And he the couldn't week get before. up and spike they the fucking ball. <laughs> they ain't go down to call for two plays. That was beautiful. Kick a field goal to tie the game. And they can line the fuck up and boom, boom. Oh my god! And they're god. all there. And, and this, this uh, gotta say something for Andy. He coached his team. Hey, run a certain, get down, call timeout. Yep. Everybody just hit call timeout. Yep. Get up there, line up, run it, boom, call timeout. Well, the first play they do that like screen to Hill. Yes. Which well, was, was kind of like a like almost like a like an arrow. They were kind of yes. downfield. And, and then, then the next play, if you've watched the, op- the uh, what's his name, Kelsey is mic'd up. Yeah, and Kelsey said, "Yo, man, they're yeah. giving me this one thing." And then you hear Mahomes, "Do it, do it, do, do it." it. And he just throws it right to him, and he Bang. Gets... And then he knows enough. He's smart enough. And let me get down. Boom. And then timeout. He knew. Boom. This is all we needed. That's all they needed. They got ten more yards than they said they needed to get. Yeah. Oh, the announcers. Yeah. And I'm like, I can't believe. Right. I just watched. So this I mean, happen. goes you back to okay on the kickoff. Do you squib? I would have squibbed it mm-hmm. because you know what? You squib it. I said all along. And yes, there are. They they would have been closer, but the guys run. First of all, they're going to eat up time, and the guys running it are guys who are not normally takes two seconds off. Minimal. At least, and I'm sure they were coached up, and I'm sure Andy Reid said, "Listen, if they squib it, get it, get them." Right. I'm sure because they were uh, everyone else was so. But it takes two seconds, like you said. You know, it makes you think a little. Then he kicks it out, 25 yard line. Yep. Still, it's 13 seconds. But uh, you're right, 13 seconds. Who to? You know, and again, here you go. You got Kelsey, who's very dangerous, and 10 is very dangerous. You also had one who's very dangerous. Yes. So they yeah, had more than just one or two dudes. Yeah. So okay, who do we check? Seventeen and who was it? Ten who who caught the one? He's waving goodbye, and yes. he's like, he the guy tackler's ahead of him, yes. and he's like, here I come, <laughs> and you knew it. He's Tyree like, he's Kills, gonna blow, he's gonna blow by him, and even the guys are like, holy shit, he's the cheetah for a reason. But Josh Allen, that game was he looked oh terrific. My God, good. Yes, when they had fourth and thirteen, I'm thinking this is it, and he hits this guy on a beautiful guy? pattern, Gibson number seventeen. Yeah, and bang, he scored four freaking touchdowns. Yes, and he hit him, and it's like, how did he get so wide open? And he just did an in and out pattern, and you know he's, you know, Allen's moving just enough around, and bang, a beautiful oh, pass. My God, that beautiful! Was... That was a great game. You know, yes, if you're a, a Bills fan, you're upset, like, oh Christ. But I tell you what, you got a lot to look forward to. You do, but here's the thing that I thought of after that: you could say that, but you also got to think. Everything has to align to get to that point in the season. Yeah. Injuries, right? It's like mm-hmm. Josh Allen maybe next year hurts his knee. Who knows, right? It's like that's true. You you're can say so, that about anybody though. That's what I was thinking about that year with the Eagles. They had that great run, and then Wentz gets hurt in that Rams game, and you're like, oh my god, this was our season. We yeah. had the best team in the NFL. <clears throat> what the hell? Then uh, uh, what's his name comes Foles in. comes in. Foles comes in and sucks. Yeah. Right, he sucks the next couple of, couple games. of games, and then he gets. And hot. then even wasn't that great in the Atlanta game. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, Minnesota game, he gets hot, and it was like, 
they win. But that's where I'm like, so to get to that point in the season, you have to be, like that's what I said about the Eagles all year this year. Outside of Brandon Graham, we didn't really have injuries. That's a sh- And we were nowhere near the level of these no, elite no. teams. No, I mean, we did have injuries along the offensive line. But even, that being said, we couldn't hang with these guys. None of those guys. No, the those, those four really games, far away. Those four winners, we could never. But that's my thing about the Bills. The Bills were there. They would win the Super Bowl. They would blow out the Cincinnati Bengals this week. Yeah, they would especially blow if it's in Buffalo. Fucking, it's probably freezing cold up there, too. Absolutely. And they would blow them out. And then whoever they're going to take on with that defense, and I just think yeah. it would have been a great Super Bowl. I would have loved to see Josh Allen. They didn't make it, um, but that's a tough thing. And I couldn't imagine if you take that team in that season, if it was Philadelphia and you never won a Super Bowl, which Buffalo hasn't, right? Imagine that, the heartbreak you yeah. have. Yeah. Just like, oh my God, you know. Yeah. Uh, one of those things. But what what a great weekend. So now we got the championship games this week. Mm-hmm. Um, so you got the first game, the Chiefs, minus seven against the Bengals. And um, I don't know. Um, I just, I I have been horrible at my picks. I probably oh, went last week we were one and three. Were we one and three? I probably we went. The only one we got right was the Chiefs, and that was a miracle that they won. <laughs> right. And you know what? Near the end, I was cheering for Buffalo because, like mm. you said, they never been there. I'm like, wow. And then they're like 13 seconds. Like, come on, 13 seconds, and you see it. Like, holy shit, they're gonna I, do it. Sue, so I, I got to go back again. We're watching the game, and she's like, "Can you turn this off?" I'm like, "What?" She goes, I'm never going to be able to get to sleep tonight with this game. This is just too crazy. And that was like, you know, just going back and yeah, forth. And back. Yeah, yeah. She goes, oh, my God. She was like screaming. It was. Like, it was. And like I said, you know, I missed a couple of the early games because I'm thinking this is over. And then I'm like, I am not turning the channel on this fucking yeah. thing. Because it was unbelievable. And I'm glad I didn't. Unbelievable. And then they the, get the ball. The you opening. Know, I didn't really have a rooting And the thing is, what, what, if, what if Buffalo wins the, the toss? They probably would have went yes. down and scored. Well, that was the other thing. Oh, God, we were about to go to this week. I, <coughs> so that was the other thing that I had a problem with, with um, the coach. Um, he he didn't call a timeout. Like, in overtime there, when they're driving like that and, and your team is gassed. Yeah, call a timeout. Call a timeout. You yeah. know, the play before Kelsey has scores the touchdown, if he calls a timeout there, they just went down the field on you. Yeah. Call a timeout. Because if you stop him to get a field goal, you get the ball. Correct. And he didn't do that. And it was like, man, it's like. Especially after their last drive to get to uh, overtime. Mm-hmm. They might have been feeling overwhelmed like we can't stop these guys. You get a timeout, coach. Come on. Yes. All right. Let's regroup. This is what we're going to do. And, and set your defense. Set your defense and give them the, hey, listen, guys, come on. We're the best defense. Let's get a stop. Right. And let's get the ball back. So that was, I had so, a yeah, real yeah, problem yeah. with that. So back to this week, um, Chiefs minus seven. I heard it's really nice weather out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like fifty some degrees. Going to be a nice sunny day. The Bengals. I love Joe Burrow. Just fucking love he's this guy. Good, he's, he's he's like Joe Cool now. Like, he yeah. is. Uh, but you know, getting sacked nine times last week, and he's still won though. Kansas you know? City brings the blitz. They bring the. You know their defense is not that great. The Chiefs. Yeah. It's good. It's not that great. Yeah. Um, I would love to see a good game again. I just don't think it's going to happen. I think the Chiefs are just, they, they, they had their battle. They're just going to come in. They're just going to blow them out today. Yeah. But I'm wrong every pick. Me too. So uh, it doesn't but I, I think it's going to be the Chiefs as well. I think the Chiefs, they're at home. That's a great home field advantage. 
Um, now, these teams just played each other. Remember, you and I watched this game together in my garage. Remember, oh, it was yeah, the game yeah, where yeah. I said, that coach should be fired. Remember, he kept he the kept clock management, the yeah, Bengals coach, yeah, and then yeah. he throws the touchdown pass, and we're yeah. like, and the Bengals beat the Chiefs. Yeah. yeah, It was in Cincinnati. Uh, it was, but I think the Chiefs are just on that roll, and their their belief of them in themselves and their confidence are through the roof. I yeah. think they I think they go for it. I think they win it. Yeah, I think so too. But like we said, we're I mean I don't gamble. Yeah. Um, either way, I'm wrong. But uh, that's just my belief. I just think the Chiefs. Right. I think they even cover that seven. So. Yeah. And then the game tonight, uh, Rams 49ers. They've played two times this year. 49ers have beat them twice. 49ers won six in a row against them. Yes. And I just heard a stat earlier that when this happens, when two teams meet in the playoffs. And the one team has won uh, two already and go in as the underdog, even though they beat them twice. That's happened three times in NFL history. Two out of three, the team who has won the first two wins the third. Really? Who, yeah. who are they? I can't yeah. remember. But they mm-hmm. said it. But So I'm going to go, because of that, I'll go with the Niners. Really? And they just seem to find a way. Yeah. They just, you know, regardless of Jimmy G and his, I, I think they're just going to find a way. They're a unique. I mean, that last time they played was an amazing game back and forth. And you think about it, if the 49ers don't win that game at the end, um, they're not even in the playoffs. Not in the play- and and mm-hmm. I, I think we were saying earlier in the year, the Eagles had a chance to beat the Niners. Maybe mm-hmm. should have beat the Niners. Right. Now, here they are in a championship game, and I'm telling, saying they're going to the Super Bowl. I hope the 49ers win, and I will tell you why, because I don't want to see... The Rams play a home Super Bowl because Tampa Bay did it last and, year. And they're playing at L.A. 75% of the tickets sold, Niner fans. Is that right? Yeah. Because they heard that they cut the tickets off. They weren't allowing them to buy tickets. Oh, well, I don't know. That's what Maybe it's not 75%, but maybe it's it's more than 50. They were saying the zip code, um, if you were purchasing from a certain zip code, they were canceling your tickets. Oh, really? Down there in L.A. Because they were yeah. saying the majority of the people in that scene are going to be Niner fans. Wow, I can't wait to see this. Yeah, that's now, awesome. Because you you saw what the Eagles fans when they went out and played. Yeah, yeah, they took over. Yeah, that's cool. That's awesome to hear. You know, LA they don't they're they're fair with their friends. They're fair with their friends. Uh, I just think the Rams get it done. Um, I just think that 49ers coach is oh he's a choke artist. He is. He's just what's a, his name? He's a guy from Atlanta. Yeah, Shanahan. Shanahan. Yeah, I don't know. I just think he's just damn near fucked up that Cowboy game. Christ, he was trying to. He did right. The interception and yeah. I mean, if it wasn't for the Cowboys, fucking it up even worse. Yeah. <laughs> Thank God for the Cowboys. Um. So I don't know. I'm I'm gonna take the Rams, and I'm, mm-hmm. I think they're gonna cover. Uh. And then you got the Rams Chiefs Super Bowl. That's what I think. Yeah. Um. I wouldn't hate it if the 49ers Bengals played for a third time in the Super Bowl. It'd be pretty freaking cool. Hey, the first two were damn good. Mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't care. Out of all these four teams, I, I, I wouldn't care of any matchup. I think I'd look forward to any of them. I mean, deep down, I wouldn't mind seeing Cincinnati win one. They've never won one. Right? So, right. And they're kind of the new kids on the block with Joe Burrow. And I wouldn't mind seeing them upset the uh, uh, Chiefs and win it all. I just don't think that's going to happen. Neither will I think the Chiefs, you know, especially after that game, they're just on a, such an emotional high right now. And then you got, you know, Reed, you know, he, you know, say what you will about him and his clock management with the Eagles and all the things he did goofy, He's he's got him going. Yep. He's doing a great job there. Well, they're so schooled that they know different things. I mean, they are so situational that they knew how to um, 
come back twice in that game and then not panic and not panic. Scored ten points in less than two minutes, less than a minute yeah. and a half, really. Yeah, so really incredible. I mean, it is what it is. Um, yeah. So Sean Payton retired out of nowhere. Yeah, I thought yeah. that was a little interesting. So yeah, they, were, they got 90, another one they were talking about <clears throat> last week or the week before, saying he might do it, and then he did do it. Well, they were talking about he was going to retire. Or he, I don't know. There was talk that they wanted him in Dallas. Like him there's and, still talk that they want. Is there? Him. Are oh, they really? Yeah. Yeah, he's got that connection from when uh, uh, Bill Parcells was there, right. and he was one of his assistants, and he's still close with the Joneses. My prediction is this, that I, I, he stepped away, he's going to be some kind of consultant, still get paid, and they're going to hold him under contract doing something for the Saints. Uh, but I think they're going to give McCarthy one more year, and then maybe, you know, take a year off for him, relax. And these guys do get burned out. You talk about Parcells. He, how many times did he walk away and come back? You know, and all these guys say, oh, I'm done, I'm done. But they just can't ever walk away. Dick Vermeil walked away for nearly 20 years, came back. I think he'll step away from a year and he'll end up being a Cowboys coach. Not this year, the following year. Interesting, because uh, Dan Quinn, they just signed him to an extension. They signed him. And I think they and he Kellen was like Moore a, or whatever. Yeah. I think they got him back, too. I think they're both coming right. back. Right. Like, Kellen Moore didn't get really <laughs> screwed no. up that last game. Didn't get yeah, too many so, interviews. Yeah, that probably Quinn did. Quinn had his choice between three teams, apparently. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I got a feeling if uh, they don't do well next year, they'll get rid of him and they'll bring in Sean Payton. Yeah. Interesting to see if that does happen. Yeah, Jerry usually gets his man with his big money. I don't know. We'll see. And then yesterday, um, I don't know who or what. I mean, it was like multiple reports that Brady was retiring. Yes, we, we were just kind of watching that before we kind of yeah. started. So, I mean, <clears throat> Big Ben retired this week. Yes, on we Thursday, right? Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, he really went in a, into the a tank this year. I thought he was going to bounce back, but he really did. just didn't. I mean, he took a – you talk about a guy who took a beating. He was a big guy who would take on blitzers, sometimes escape. Tough to bring down, too. Yeah, tough to bring down. But, I mean, those hits pile up. But, yeah, he's a Hall of Famer, Big Ben. Mm -hmm. No question. His first year, they had that unbelievable Steelers team. Yeah. They were like 15-1. and He walked into a very nice situation. And they lost lost in the playoffs. Yeah. I mean, that was a good year. I don't even know. I think the Patriots ended up going to the Super Bowl that year. But they were really good. The Colts were really good. And the Patriots were were not that good. good. And went to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah. So, but shit. Uh, his rookie year, yeah, 15 and 1 they were. Uh, so then there's a big topic for us mm-hmm. um, Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. So Big Poppy gets in. David big Ortiz. Poppy. Gets, solo guy goes in, right? Did well, they, yeah, then they have the. Uh, who's the legacies? The legacies were Minnie Minosa, oh, uh, Jim Cott, Tony Jim Oliva. Cott, sweet. Jim Cott, very deserving. Uh, Tony Oliva? Tony Oliva. Minnesota Twins. Both Minnesota Twins. Oh, okay. They played together. And Gil Hodges. Gil Hodges. Gil Hodges, right. obviously, is not alive. But I think those are great forwards right that's, there. That's really good. You know, Jim Cott, how the hell? That guy has... Now, he had a very long career. He had 289 wins yeah. as a pitcher. That's a lot. Now, he did have a long career, but at the end of his career, he was pitching for St. Louis, being in the bullpen, eating up innings, which is still valuable. I think we got him. The Phillies got him from St. Louis. I know. I, I think I think he was in the Phillies in the mid seventies as a starter. He was. It was great. My dad right. and I went down to every game he pitched, and he was very quick. But after that, in the eighties, in the early eighties, the the Cardinals won a, a championship. He was on that team. Get out of here. Yes, he was a reliever. Like eighty two or something. Eighty two. He was on that team, wow. and and I, I saw a special on uh, 
uh, who was the coach of St. Louis at that? Oh, Whitey Herzog. Yeah, I was going to say. And they were, they were saying that, you know, there would be times where they'd be getting blown out or being, and they, they want the rest of their pitches. And, you know, Cott would say, hey, listen, I'll pitch the rest of the game. I'll eat up innings for the good of the team. And they're like, hey, man, thanks. And he would just do stuff like wow. that. Now, yes, he didn't get the wins and he didn't get the save, but, I mean, he was a great team player. In the 60s, he was a number one pitcher and then had a, a very bad uh, arm injury. Uh, okay. He was, you know, the Twins in the late – uh, to the mid to the late 60s were a team that were going to the World Series. And he would match up against Sandy Koufax. You know, and, uh, it's hard to beat Sandy huh, Koufax. No, but right. he was really good, and then he had a serious arm injury and had to redefine himself. Which so, he did. Which he did. And he had a and very he had that nice cool career. little wind-up. It was yeah. like a... And he, let's go. It was let's like a, a let's get, let's go. Let's and my go. dad, my, seriously, though, you... You think about it, you got a pitcher on the other team. My dad and I would go down every time Jim Cott would pitch. Oh, and we'd in. get, and I still have all my tickets, right? Uh, I, yeah. I told you, I have all my tickets that's from every cool. game I've that's ever cool. gone to. Yeah. It was 50 cents for me, 250 for my dad. Oh, man, that's We'd sit great. in the 700 level, hey, okay. and you'd have to be, and that was funny. The stadium would be empty. It would be a Tuesday night, Jim Cott's pitching. You'd have to walk up 10 rows, because you weren't allowed to sit in the first 10 rows yeah. of the 700 level. You had to be above 10 for 250 and 50 cents. Okay. That's crazy, right? Yeah. And then my dad would, let's move down. <laughs> we crawl exactly. down. Yeah. And nobody would care in the next season. Oh, season's. who gets empty? <laughs> but Jim Cott was a good ball player, and he is a great announcer. Yeah. Now, you know, Jack doesn't like uh, Bob Costa, but I love when it's Costa and Jim Cott. I love Lena, Jim Cott as They an announce a game. That's a good game. Yeah. And he gives great Who does he insight. work for? I think the Major League Baseball Network. Because that's the game. I thought he doesn't have a team. Does he? He might have a team. I don't know if he has a team, but that's where I see him. And it's usually like Sunday night baseball. Uh, it's always like a Nate night He's game. a great announcer. He's a great announcer. Yeah. He could be Hall of Fame for just that. Yeah. He is terrific. Yeah, I and, agree with you uh, on that. And I'm glad he got in because he, he was. His numbers are terrific. Good ball player and a great announcer. I'm glad he's going in. Yeah, and then, uh, so David Ortiz, you get your, your guy in. Oh, I love David Ortiz. Big so, Papa yeah. was great, you know. Big personality. I mean, hey, I'll tell you what, you can combine every Red Sox great, Jimmy Rice, Yaz, Ted Williams, add them all together, and Big poppy has got more World Series rings than all of them put together. They've got none. He's got three. Yeah. So, Big Poppy, I love it. Now, the only thing that would have held him back is that one thing where he had to brush with the PED. Um, and I, they made so a big I, deal about that. Right. But the one thing I heard about that, and that was where they you know, supposedly did it, supposed to be anonymous, supposed to be secretive. It obviously wasn't. And, you know, two things. The, the 100 guys they named, almost all the 100, other 100 guys, had some type of connection. And then he always denied it, and he always said, test me, and he never tested positive, never nothing. And then later on, within the last few years, one of the guys who was involved in that is the current commissioner. He said that was so flawed, they should have thrown that out immediately. And this commissioner so sucks, though. Well, but I'll give him that. But no, he sucks. He's a bad commissioner in baseball. And uh, I met him at the Little League World Series his first year he became commissioner. Oh, did you? Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. Slipping right on. <laughs> I know it is. <laughs> greasy as hell, but it's slipping right on. <laughs> it's greasy. <laughs> that's all right. Funny stuff. Well, that's okay because old Joe is taking in the ass. He needs it freaking slippery, that fucking Joe. I actually have that as a, a bullet. Oh, a topic, him? So, but we got to go. Coming uh, out of hiding? So, um, I got a real problem with the baseball writers and the whole whole yeah thing. yeah I, and a lot of people do yes so the fact that barry bonds again doesn't get and in clemens yes and clemens uh and that's 10 years they've been on the ballot 
10, and Schilling. And Schilling wasn't connected to PEDs. He wasn't, but... Uh, People don't like him because of his politics, and he's kind of an asshole. Do you think he's a Hall of Famer? Well, how many wins does he have career-wise? Like 220, right? Yeah. And there's a lot of guys who just recently got in the last few years who are around that. Now, Pedro is, but Pedro also has about half. He's like, his winning percentage is unbelievable. He's like 220 and, and 99, right. which is unheard of. And his ERA was unbelievable. But the one thing I would say about Schilling, above some of these other guys, is his playoff playoff performances were unbelievable. Yeah. He was great for the Phillies. He big was game, great for the Diamondbacks. Yep. And he was great for the Sox. And um, so I think he should have liked it. I think he got 50% this year. Um, and I know a lot of people don't like him. I think he should have been a lot closer. Yeah, 58. Than that. 58%. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think he's he's closer than most people think. So that's but that was it. That was his last year. This was his last year, correct? So him, Bonds, and Clemens. That was it. Their last year, mm-hmm. and Sammy Sosa as well. Sammy Sosa got eighteen percent. Eighteen. I have a problem with all of this. Yeah. Um, I hate the way the whole thing does it. Yeah. It's like it's uh, upsetting to me that yeah. um, these guys, these elitist fucking baseball writers or whoever it is that votes for these things. I, it's the writers for the first 10 years and then when you go to the uh, whatever it is, the senior, whatever, then it's a mixture of ex-players. I think it's 50 It's 16 guys. 50% of players, 50% of writers. Yeah. Well, I just think they hold this standard. I mean, you can't tell me that Barry Bonds is not a Hall of Famer. Roger mm-hmm. Clemens is not a Hall of Famer. These two are... Two of the greatest in their sport. I agree. Barry Bonds, forget the fucking PEDs. This guy before PEDs was, was awesome. fucking amazing. Correct. And sa- same thing with Clemens. So by the way, Pete Rose belongs in the Hall of Fame. I don't care oh, what the yeah, fuck yeah. him and the other yeah. jackass had worked out with the gambling and whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. And gambling and is everywhere today. And uh, you know, then you look at you know, like Pete Rose. I mean, he he should have been judged as a player. He was gambling as a manager. Right. So as far as they know. And um, sure, you but I mean, he's a you know, I, and I agree with you. You know, you look at and somebody said a few years ago, the Hall of Fame is a museum; it tells the history of the game. And then I heard someone else say, if you can't tell the history of the game without mentioning this person, well, that person should be in. How do you tell it without Barry Bonds and Clemens? Barry Bonds, Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa. It's mm, like yeah. all three of them belong in there. I mean, yep. people could argue Sammy Sosa, maybe not, um, but I in '98, it was. You stopped everything you were doing to see those two play. To see their at bats, people were breaking in and just you would just yeah you just watch that guy. They kind of bounced back. They helped bounce back because after that strike in '94, yeah, everybody was starting to lose interest. And yes, there was some good playoffs a, games. I still have a World Series baseball from that year. The World Series that never 98? happened. Oh, no, really? Uh huh. I bought a World the Series Expos, baseball. Hey, the Expos. Was the Expos would have. But I mean, I agree. I mean, you know, I don't know what you do. I'm kind of torn because, yes, the, Barry Bonds, to me, is the biggest sin in the world. Yep. Because if he didn't do it, and he obviously did it, because at 37, he put on 50 pounds of muscle, became freaking a gigantic guy. Biggest fucking But, man. I mean, yes, and big feet. And he was a dick. And he was a dick. I don't care about that. There's a lot of guys who are dicks. But the thing is, he was... Kurt Schilling was a dick. Oh, Kurt Schilling was a dick. But there were guys from way back when. Ty Cobb was a dick. There was a lot of guys yeah. who were dicks. But, I mean, he... If he didn't do that, he would still have got the 500 homers. He would have probably got the 3,000 hits because they wouldn't have walked him as much. Right. He would have stole more because he wasn't hitting as many homers. 
he would have put up different numbers, and he's still, to me, the best fielding left fielder I've ever seen because he was a center fielder and left. Yeah. He was awesome. Roger Clemens, when he left the Sox, had 199 wins. Now, I remember that year, the next year he went to Toronto, he started out 5-5, five and five, and I'm thinking, oh, look, I guess they were right. He kind of was washed up. He looked washed up. Then he went on his streak of 15 straight wins and won the Cy Young, and then won a Cy Young again in Toronto. And that's about the time they were saying this McNamee, he got PEDs. But even if he didn't do that, and he played, say, another five years, and he won 10 to 12 games, he would end up with 250 wins. He would have been in there. Yep. Bonds would have walked in. Would have walked in. So I think those guys are in. Now, some of these other guys with these bloated numbers who kept, like Manny Ramirez, who I loved, he got, he got caught like three times. Come yeah. on, Manny. I mean, he is Manny. He's stupid. A-Rod, would he have hit 600 and something homers? He, I remember him being the darling, like he's going to say baseball. And I think that's what really killed him. Everybody was hoping he'd say baseball. Yeah, yeah. And then he got caught. He was just such and an then asshole. caught again. He was so arrogant, such an asshole. His own Yankee teammates were like, Jesus Christ, this guy's an asshole. You know, then Palmero, I never did PEDs. And then they well, see, Palmero, I don't think he's a Hall of Famer. Well, look at his numbers, though. His, his bloated numbers. He had 560 homers, <clears throat> over 3,000 hits. Yeah. That puts you in a Hall of Fame. Easy. Yeah, but, I mean, I, before I, that, he was like a singles hitter. Now, he could have got to the Hall of Fame with 3,000 hits. Yeah. He should, you know, if you, if you think about it, he should have been one of those guys with about 400 homers and about 3,000 hits. He was a nice you know, guy who could hit for average. But, again, greed, greed, greed. So I'm kind of torn between some guys should definitely be in there. And then a the Hall of Fame, it tells a history, but it's also a reward. Hey, you're one of the greatest. But then do you reward guys who cheat? You know, so it's kind of, I'm kind of torn between the two. I don't know. I, I think some of their numbers are inflated. But it's like... They baseball, still would have been good. But baseball looked the other way, man. They did. So, But Spud Selig's in the Hall of Fame. And he was the commissioner when yeah. all this was going they, on. They, it was like... They were looking the other way because they want to bring baseball back. Yes. Let's put all these and homers up. And it did come back. You know, you had the big Mac zone in freaking St. Yeah. Louis. So do you do you put them in and, and put a NAS? I hate asterisks. But no. do you do something and say... put them in. And then put, like somebody was saying, put it right on their plaque. This is what they did. They did. They got suspended yeah. for this and this. You tell the truth. These well, guys are Hall of Famers. Um, yeah. You know, and, and then some of the other people that were on the list, um, Scott Rowland finished fourth. He'll get in. He'll get in a few years, I think. Yeah, you think he's a, he's a Hall of Famer? I think so. He was a, one mean, of the best fielding uh, third basemans ever. I th- you know, he the definitely thing, was. I think now, now that the, the past 10 years, I think the guys who sucked up all the attention were Bonds, Clemens, and Chilling. Yep. Now they're off of it. And, and now Sosa's start, off. <laughs> and Sosa's off. Now you can really look at some of the other guys, like Roland and maybe Jimmy Rollins. Uh, so do you know who's Rollins, off? You know who just came up? Ryan Howard. Uh, he didn't get he's enough. Not a Hall of Famer. But I mean, he still had like three hundred sixty something home. Nice. Yeah, I don't um, think Jimmy Rollins is a Hall of Famer. I love Jimmy Rollins. One of yeah, my favorite yeah. Phillies of all his, time. His name, his numbers are comparable. Is Larry Bell in the Hall of Fame? No, he's not. No, exactly. But I mean, Jimmy Rollins is so much better than Larry Bell. Yeah, but I mean, his numbers, uh, Roland, are comparable to Barry Larkin, and Barry Larkin's in. Oh yeah, they're comparable. They're huh. very close. So, but anyway, whether he makes it or not. They're going to start talking about it. I, I, think, I think it's I think good that now was a better fielder than Barry Larkin. Oh, he was a better fielder. Wow. I think Larkin was a bigger guy. So you're talking maybe, offensive stats. Offensive stats. Yeah. So offensively, they're similar. Defensively, I think Roland's better. Definitely better. He was more slicker. He had a better arm. 
You know, he could turn two. He could get well, up. He had one World Series. That's it. Barry Larkin only had one World Series. They only right? both had one. Yeah, correct. And uh, Larkin only appeared in one. Rollins appeared in two. Yeah. So, so, but anyway, you're going to start talking okay, about. Okay, so when you're, it's you're nice going to, apples it, to apples, I right. like that. Right. So I mean, so now we're going to talk about other guys. And Roland is whether he makes it or not. At least you're going to talk about it. Well, this now. was his first year. So. This was his first year. But I mean, now we get to talk about other people. Now it's not the, the, the last ten years. Think about it. Are they? Aren't they? Are they getting in? Or are they not? Yeah. How many votes are they going to get? Are they? Should we do it? And then everybody, just like we are now, debating. Should they? Should now we get to talk about some other people, which yeah. is good, and that's what you should do. Yeah, I'll be curious to see who's coming up the next year. Right? It's like there's two guys I think they were talking about. Um, Carlos Delgado, the guy from Toronto, remember him, home yeah, run yeah. hitter, and he's uh, another guy. Yeah, he's not. An and then who was the guy who played for like the Mets, Houston? He was like a bat for hire. A bat for hire. God, he was he was dynamic in the 2005 uh, playoffs for Houston, and then later 2009 for the Mets. How about Andy Pettit? He's on this list. He's he was on that list too, and he's another guy who he's admitted, right around J roll, around ten percent. Yeah, so. he also uh, he admitted he did. Uh, you know, at least this was A Rod's first year. So what happens there? Does he get pushed up? I mean, he had thirty four percent. What do you got to get over seventy? Seventy five percent. Seventy five. Okay. I don't know. Boy, pop, big poppy just made it then. Seventy seven. Yeah. Holy shit! This just Plus sucks, him. though. I mean, yeah. Well, then Scott I mean, Rowland will make it next year. So, I mean, it's just, you're right. It's just like, should they make it? Shouldn't they make it? I mean, they're part of the history. Their numbers are bloated. But, I mean, Bonds, even if you took 200 homers, he would have been around 500 and something homers. He would have got three. He, that's why it just kills me. I mean, if he had just not stayed away from it, he, you know, and he was a jerk to the media, who cares? He could have said, you know what? I got in. I did it clean. Look at me. They right. cheated. And he could add the last laugh, and he didn't. That's why it just kills me. Yeah. All right. Um, I got some news for the week. So we got our Let's Go Brandon. Uh, okay. Got, yeah. Um, this look at that look on his face, too. That's a, that's, <laughs> Isn't that's that great? A, what an answer. What? They're, they're invading Ukraine? Oh, yeah, Joe. Hey, y'all. Go back so to bed. I, I, you know, I'm just going to get political um, real quick. I'll make it very quick, Jimmy. All right. I know you don't like when I go politics, but uh, this guy's a mess. Um, Joe? Yep. Oh, of course he's a um, We were energy independent before this guy uh, mm. took office. And, and we, he, we, first day in office, he shuts down the pipelines. And it's like, we were energy independent. Now in Europe, Russia owns all that oil. And they are dependent on Russia. Like 60, 70% of their oil comes from Russia. And so now they're holding it over their head. We've got all this gas, natural gas. We've got all this. We are the world leader in natural gas. We are. And it's like, we could help you, Europe. Joe, hello. You know? Instead, we're paying $2 a gallon more for gas now than when we, than when he took office. It's a shame. Um, we should be right now convert, trying to convert everything to natural gas and we'd be independent and we would be the power we were because we were independent before. Yes. But sleeping And we can help out Europe. And this is why he's fucking around right now with the Ukraine. You know, it's like Putin is just seeing what he can push. Europe is a big... They're, they're big wussies. They're turning us into Europe right now. We're turning into a little Europe. Uh, it's a goddamn shame. The border is a mess. You don't yep. hear about it anymore. Because he's taking these people in the middle of the night and flying them to cities. And then they're taking them by plane 
and they're busing them to cities all over the place. Scaring the shit out of me. Afghanistan was a mess. <laughs> um, the COVID testing kits, you couldn't get them anywhere. All of a sudden now you, you, you're allowed to order them through the USPS. Thank you, Jack. Um, <laughs> Thank you, Jack. <laughs> um, Jack, by the way, is a cock fan. These, these mandates everywhere. South Carolina. Is. Turning us into a police state by making these mask mandates, which my son's school made national news this week because they originally said as of Monday, uh, the masks were no longer um, required. required. Oh. It was no longer a mandate that you had to wear a mask. So, as of money, Luke said about half the school was wearing a mask. Whatever, right? Um, my whole thing about the mask, if you, if you need it in schools, that's fine. Wear it. But these kids all go to lunch together. I know that's how Luke got COVID, mm -hmm. is because they sit right next to each other. Sure. No mask, eating, drinking, right? That shit flies around, whatever. Doesn't matter. Um, but he said half the school. So, that went on for two days. Three families. Three families with a total of three kids filed a lawsuit um, at Lepin? or not what uh, Perkiomi Valley Perkiomi, yeah. filed a lawsuit against Perkiomi Valley uh, saying that it, some kind of disabilities act whatever that these kids have to wear masks again they put the mask mandate back on because a, a judge ruled in favor of these three families and said it's not right they used some statistic that there's 5,000 whatever kids 5,800 in the school district there was 1,300 kids that are labeled as special needs. That could be a gifted kid could be labeled as special needs. Anything mm -hmm. like that is special needs. Yeah. Well, they said those kids need masks. They were speaking for everybody, these three families. This judge ruled in favor of these three families. Wow. Next day, so you take some, you give something to these kids, and, and then you take it away. Very bad. Mm -hmm. Isn't the mask supposed to protect you? Isn't that why you wear a mask? Yeah. So... Go ahead, kid. You still wear your mask. What do you mean? Let the other kids that they don't want to wear. My kid just happened to. He was wearing a mask. He didn't care because he just got over COVID. It's like, Dad, I, I'm going to still wear a mask for... Responsible. I said, you don't need to, but you know what? I'm like... He's responsible, yeah. Even though he tested negative, he's all good. Um, so I think that all is is whatever is going okay. on. And now we got Breyer's retiring. So now we got to pick a new justice to the Supreme Court. Oh... Mm. Uh, uh. And oh, he says boy. his promise was he was going to pick his next justice as a black female. That's discrimination, Jimmy. You can't say exactly what you're going to hire, right? You and I have hired many people through our years in our in you our jobs. You can't say I'm going to hire this or that. Yeah. You cannot say that. You cannot say that. And the fact that and he's, he's a justice and he said that. Yeah. No, not Breyer. Uh, oh, Biden. Well, Biden said. Brandon. Oh, what an idiot. Mm-hmm. So now the talk is, well, maybe he's going to slip camel toe in there. She becomes your Supreme Court justice, hires Hillary as his VP. Joe resigns. Hillary's your president. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, there's my political statement. I just think it's a mess. Um, I don't really care. I like how you slipped in camel toe. <laughs> oh, well, cam camel, whatever. Uh, so, back oh, to sports. Okie dokie. There's my politics for the week. All right, all right. Back to right, sports. Back um, sports. I got more politics for you, though, later on. It's because we're right. going to do uh, uh, Dead or Alive. I got politics. On all right. Hey, what's our, 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 our Mount Rushmore this, this week? Uh, Greatest uh, playoff games ever? 
That'd be a good one. That'd be a good one because after last week. I was thinking Mount Rushmore teams that did not make the Super Bowl. Oh, did we do that before? I don't know. Because I remember us talking about the uh, Vikings 15 and 1. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. Um, All right. Whatever. That's yeah. I mean, we can figure that but out. But didn't make the Super Bowl. Didn't make so. the Super Bowl. Sure. Yeah. All right. Uh, Sixers and beat is dominating. They beat the Lakers the other night. Down. They were down 17 last night and came back and beat the lowly Kings. So yep. Yep. There, yep. there's our Sixers talk. And then yes, the Flyers did finally win. Too. Yay! Um, right. After going it's a turning thir- point, thirteen straight losses for the and, second time and, in the season. So Dante. yes, they had two. That only happened a couple times in the history of the game where somebody experienced more than a ten-game losing streak twice. Twice in one season. Oh, that's a bad season. But Jesus. they did win last night uh, or yesterday who in they the beat afternoon. Again? Uh, who did they beat? I'm gonna say, did they beat the Kings? I, I know the, the Sixers beat the Kings, but I think the Flyers might have beat the Kings, too. Okay. Well, hey, well, they won. That's the main thing. That's great. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, they ha- they finally won. It took them overtime, but the Flyers hey, finally... Well, the, how many times have they lost in overtime? And somebody was saying, I heard on the radio by Elmore Gani, they have gone... They did. They shoot beat the Kings. They, Ironically, they, they beat the, the, the Kings. And uh, they've gone into X amount of uh, shootouts, and they're 0 for like 16 in shootouts. They haven't scored... In a shootout. That's bad. Which is some kind of crazy record, I'm sure, too. So, hey, there you go. Flyers are off the... They need that, though. It's kind of weird how that happens. You don't just show up and think, I'm going to lose this game. Whatever. You got off that. It's out of the press. Just go. Let's go play well, hockey. yeah. Now. I mean, it, it's very easy to start getting that mindset like, Christ, we're going to lose again. Yeah. Or you start... The game starts getting tight and you're thinking, how are we going to lose this one? I just don't know what happened to that organization. I think you're right. I think oh. it had to do with... Um, a big corporation taking it over. You yeah. gotta have that feel for hey, I want to win. I'm a hockey guy. Go mm-hmm. out and hire a hockey dude who's passionate about winning. So we'll see what bring happens back Bobby with that Clark or whatever. I mean, the other night they showed the the fans that the stadium was half empty from a and a Flyers game. They used to always sell out. Yes. Come on, bring back the oh, they now fourteen thousand bullshit fourteen thousand. Yeah, they might have bought. They didn't show yeah, up. Exactly. Yeah, bring back. Bring back some of these older Flyers who had passion from the 70s, 80s, 90s, whatever. Guys who used to win. I don't care who you get. They, they'll want to win again. So here we go. We are two dead or alive, Jimmy. All right. Dead or alive. All right, dead or alive. We're starting with politics. Oh, boy. Here we go. Who we got? Who we got? So, Joe Biden? No. I, actually, that's like a... I don't know. Is he alive? He might be a zombie. He's not on that the list. fuck. He's not on the list. I don't wish anybody ill. I don't know if, if they're still alive I'm and they're on this list. I'm not wishing him will. I'm wondering if the guy's fucking alive. I think they post him up like El Cid with a fucking broomstick and they ride him around. Oh, he's, he's bad. I, he just... He can't even take questions because he gets angry because he doesn't know how to answer and it's not on his... It's and he has that there. fucking look like Oh, Joe. Hi, who? The fuck? Um... I heard somewhere where there's so much remorse on people that voted for him. <laughs> we told you. <laughs> you know, and, I mean, granted. And yet again, here's another example. If Trump just shut the fuck up, mm. he'll walk in. But uh, no, not done. He's got to be out there. Just shut that up. fucking ego. Shut up. Just shut up and you'll walk in in 2024. That fucking guy's ego gave us oh, Joe Biden. Oh, I know. Jeff Donald, please, if you listen, I know you don't. Yeah. But shut up. Just I read somewhere, somewhere about, please give me back. I'd rather have nasty tweets than this shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least he was entertaining. That's what she was. Kofifi. <laughs> <laughs> Three o'clock in the morning, uh, Kofifi. Really, Don? Oh, Donald. <laughs> oh, whatever. Um, all right. So the first one up, uh, Dead or Alive, okay. Chuck Schumer. 
I'm not sure who that is. He's, uh, he was. Uh, oh, he's dead. Well, you just said it. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Chuck Schumer, he's the senator from Brooklyn. He's alive. Oh, he's alive. Okay, okay, he's alive. He's okay. 71 years old. All right. Not that I'm wishing ill All right, maybe. Jesus Christ. Here we go. We're going to be dead or alive along party lines. <laughs> Here, my wish. He was fucking dead. I give you credit. <laughs> Next up is Nancy Pelosi. Alive, that fucking ghoul. She should get it. As soon as she retires, she should get a job as a gargoyle at a fucking library sitting up there like a fucking statue. That's it for my jokes, but okay. um, I'm just saying because we've had Nancy this streak Pelosi's of alive, dude. Thank uh, uh, She's 81. She's alive. Um, uh, she is 81 years old. Ugh. Not that I'm wishing any ill will on these people, but it just so happens that some of our dead or alive people that are currently alive. Yes. Bad things are Meatloaf bad. is dead. I would never. Yeah. Well, Two out of three ain't bad. Two out of three ain't bad. So. Uh, all right, now on to some seriousness. Okay. You ready? First one up, yep. Michael Dukakis. Oh, Michael Dukakis. I say he's alive. He is alive. Michael. And I forgot to read his age. Out of Massachusetts, alive. he was, <clears throat> I think, cousins with think Olympia Dukakis. So, cousins? Yeah, yes. Yeah. Yep. They are related. Michael had zero personality. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Yeah. He was all eyebrows. Yeah. Uh, Dan Quayle. Alive. He is alive. He's 74 years old. Mm-hmm. Um, this guy is a Tip O'Neill is dead. He is dead. I would not put him on here because that was a that was a layup. He was an old. Uh, this guy's a dick. Um, Dick Cheney, alive. He is alive. He's eighty-one years old. Dick. He he fucking is uh the, the right hand man for Satan. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, he. You ever see that Will Ferrell thing where he pretends he's George Bush? <laughs> yes. <laughs> he goes, I went down the basement, there's Dick Cheney and crazy eyes. <laughs> that dude that dude pulled all the strings. He was the fucking puppet master for uh, Bush. Yes, he was. Uh, Colin Powell. Died. Oh, he was a good man. Just recently died. Good he did. man. He did just die at 82 yeah, years old. Yeah, yeah, good guy. All right, how about Geraldine Ferrero? I think Geraldine just died too. Do you really think she just died? I do think she just really just died. <laughs> she died in 2011. Oh, well, then she didn't just die. But she's dead nonetheless. At 75 years Geraldine, old. Geraldine, dead. Uh, Niedermeyer, dead. How about her running mate, Walter Mondale? Walter's dead. Walter just died at 93. Well, maybe he, he was just the one who died, and they tell, telling us stories how he had her as a running mate. Yep, yep. Oh, by the way, I think Michael Dukakis is 88, by the way. Okay. Jimmy Carter's still alive, by the way. Yeah, I didn't put him on here. Okay, Jimmy. And his um, wife. How about Tipper Gore? Tipper Gore? Oh, uh, Al Gore? Yeah, Tipper Gore's still alive. She is alive. She's 73 years old. Still yeah. trying to get nasty songs off the radio. <laughs> um, NWA. <laughs> here's a guy who was the... Um, I think he actually switched parties at one point. Uh, Joe Lieberman. I think he was a... Wasn't he a... Ro- Joe, didn't Joe run for president? He did, yeah. Uh, I'm going to say he's still alive. He is still alive. He's 79 years old. No, I don't think he switched parties. Though. How about the political Sandusky himself, Dennis Hastert? Oh, is that the dude from Jersey who was go- messing with dudes? No, no, no. That was that was the governor of Jersey. This guy was from like Iowa or Wisconsin or something. What did he do? He was the former Speaker of the House for years, Dennis Hastert. Speaker of the House? When? Yeah. When was he speaking of the house? Dennis Hastert? I'll tell you. He was like during, uh, was it Obama's time? or Really? Yeah, man, really. Oh, my God. Yeah, I'm going to look this up for you. Um, 
Yeah, and he got caught with like he he was like a fucking Jerry Sandusky kind of. Oh, these fucking little boys and shit. Yeah, man, he was. Oh, uh, really? <laughs> yeah, he was. Oh fuck! I he, hope he's dead, but something tells me he's alive. They would have made a big deal out of that fucking guy. Yeah, so here we go. Oh, this, did he get busted? He is alive, by the way. Yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah. Here we go. Ex House Speaker settles child sexual abuse abuse. He was I don't know Illinois. Whatever. When was he to speak at the house? Um, I will tell you. Uh, what How the fuck does that happen? Wait, that's something Joe so from '99 to 2007. Wow. Yeah, 51st Speaker of the House from 1999 to 2007. Hmm. There you go. Oh, that's with Durham Bush. Yeah. Well, everybody was so worried about Cheney being in the basement as a Satan. No one fucking worried about this dude. <laughs> Cheney was running everything, man. Was he the guy? Was No, Hester wasn't the guy. Remember the, was it the congressman or senator or whatever with the tap at the airport? He got caught. Was that Hester? What was he doing? Tapping what? So, I don't know. Apparently, he was uh, at an airport or whatever, and it was a known thing. Like, if you tapped under the fucking stall, it meant, like, some gay sign or whatever. Yeah, you were. Oh, what? Yeah, at the, yeah. he was doing a ten thousand mile club for a different team. <laughs> exactly. Oh, I don't know if it was Astor, but it was oh, somebody. Yeah, yeah, what the fuck? I'll have to look that one up. Um, <clears throat> all right, next part of that are live college coaches. Okay, Joe was dead. Joe, John Cheney, dead. He actually died one year ago yesterday. At oh, was it? Nine years ago. Yeah, Cheney. Years yeah. How about Era Parsegian? Dead. He died in 2017 at 94 years old. And the thing is, he retired at a pretty young age, in like 73, 74, something like that. No, and 77. 76. Because 70. No, no. No, I take Dan that. Dan He retired. No, he, he retired in 74 because Dan Devine coached 75, 76, 77 was his first championship, his third year. Then he, he, he left after 80. So, so 74. was. 74 was Eric Sagan's last year. Dan, uh, Dan Devine coached 75, 76, 77. He won a championship. Yeah, but Montana. Year. When was Montana? He was there, but it was Dan Devine. I thought it was, was the late coach. 70s. It was the late 70s. What no. was this, this, the Cotton Bowl? Cotton Bowl was 79. Okay, so... But that was after they won their championship. Okay. They won their championship over Texas, and that was Dan Devine's third year. Then how the hell was Rudy there with Montana? Well, Rudy, they both might have been freshmen. Montana wasn't, you know, the starter. Well, it was his senior year because Montana talks about... It was his senior uh, year? I don't think it uh, was. No, it was Rudy's senior year. Oh, it might have been Rudy's senior year. It might have been Montana's freshman. It might have been his freshman year. All right, that's how it works out. Math. All right. Um, And Vince Vaughn played that running back in Rudy. He did. I never knew that until somebody pointed out, that is Floyd. He takes the running back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'm looking at him. He was like like, this highly rated running back that never lived up there. And and somebody said, that's Vince. I'm like, get out of here. Then I rewatched. I'm like, fuck, it is. Skinny. He hated him. He hated Rudy. (laughs) He hated Rudy. And then he helps him out at the end. All right. How about another Notre Name coach? Jerry Faust. Ooh, Jerry. He sucked. (laughs) God, he sucks. He was a great high school coach. Jerry Fouts. I'll say he's still alive. He is still alive. Jerry he's 86 Fouts. years old. And he's beloved at Notre Dame. They love him. Muller High sucked. School, right? Muller High School, yep. The Muller Ohio? High School in Ohio, yep. Yeah. How about Al McGuire? Al McGuire's dead. Step off the free throw line. Step <laughs> I, I loved him. He was a great announcer. 
Yeah. Step off the free throw line. Come on, kid. Get, he was awesome. Yeah, he was. His last game he coached was a national championship, 77. Died in 2001 at 73. How he about Rick Majerus? Dead. He died Fatty. in 2012 at 63 years old. And he played for Al McGuire at, yes. at Marquette. Yep, yep. And he coached uh, Utah to a Final Four. Was it Utah? Yeah, I believe it was Utah. All right, how about Lavelle Edwards, BYU? Ooh. I'll say he's alive. Oh, your first one wrong. Wrong, is he wrong? He Ain't died dead? in 2016 at 86 years oh, old. Oh, he had that. You were on a roll, dude. I thought you were going to have a perfect week. He, uh, he coached a lot of great quarterbacks. He did. Um, how about Jackie Sherrill? Jackie Sherrill, I think, is alive. He is. He's 78 years old. Hated Joe Pa. Joe Pa hated him right back. <laughs> Joe Pa hated him. Yeah. Their wives were friends. Oh, were they? I, I saw some story where, you know, Joe always after games would have people over his house. So they were friends. So, so like, if Penn State was going through a bad period, and he had written some story, had told some somebody a story where Jackie Sherrill was over his house, and Joe, I could, like, giving him suggestions how to come back. And he was saying, go junior college, junior, and Paterno didn't like that shit. Yeah. So he goes, here he is. Here's some freaking guy I didn't even want here telling me how I'm going to turn my program <laughs> around. So, he, no, he hated Joe, Jackie Sherrill. All right. Let's see if you remember this guy. Texas, another Texas A&M coach, R.C. Slocum. Mm, I'll say R.C.'s still alive. He is. He's 77 years old. Yeah, he retired kind of young. How about Terry Donahue, UCLA UCLA, coach. and he was a great announcer. UCLA, yeah. yeah. Oh, I'll say he's still alive. He just died at 77 Did years he? old, yeah. Oh, wow. Always looked young, though. Yeah. And, and that's yeah. probably, you know, in our lifetime, that's the only time I can think UCLA was really good, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, there was one time near the late 90s where they made a run, but that was like a short period. That's a good point. Yeah. yeah. He was a great coach. He was a good coach. Yeah. Uh, how about John Cooper? Still alive. He is still alive. He's Coop. 84. Cool. Yeah. There we go. Dead or alive for the week. Very so good. Got you got two wrong. wrong. Two. Who did I get wrong? I get uh, Lavelle Edwards and Terry Donahue. You got wrong. Terry Donahue got yeah. He's a good coach. Yeah, he looked. He always looked young. Always looked, you know, Southern Cal- Southern California type of dude. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Great announcer. Great school. Uh, well, you know, I mean, back then it was great. Great uh, neighborhood. Great neighborhood until old. They fucked it up. We're at an hour and fifteen. So mm-hmm. I got. Uh, would you rather? We got All right. Would you rather? We'll go to Would You Rather, then we got Florida Man, maybe. Okay. All right. Uh, and then we'll figure out a Mount Rushmore. I got All a right. bunch on here. Um, <clears throat> would You Rather. Okay. Would You Rather Cry Colored Tears <laughs> or Fart Colored Gas Balls? Fart, fart Colored Gas Balls. <laughs> Make a fucking, fucking photo. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> Definitely. I was thinking about this when I was walking my dog this morning down the road. What is that? Oh, those are... Those are <laughs> It's seven degree weather. Shh, it's like, Get it out. There you go. All right. Would you rather eat only rice for the rest of your life Ugh. or only eat tortillas? Tortillas. Tortillas? I'd rather eat rice. And, and I want to eat tortillas and fart fucking uh, colored. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Would you rather never need glasses mm-hmm. or never have back pain? Oh. Uh, never have back pain. Me too. I I wear glasses already. I don't care, but I have back pain. I both, and Christ Almighty, I'd rather just yeah, not have back pain. Absolutely. Uh, would you rather spend the rest of your life in a uh, with a sailboat mm-hmm. as your home, mm-hmm. or an RV as your home? 
Oh shit, I could be Jimmy fucking uh fucking Rockford. Boop, boop, boop. I'll be the RV guy with Jimmy RV? Rockford. I'd definitely be the RV do, guy. Do, 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 I don't live on the water, man. Nah, so I'm not a sailor. Water's my life might end really quick on that. <laughs> That's right. I'll be eating my RV shirt. be cool, man. Plug in here. Yeah, hey, that's my there hope for you go. <laughs> on the road, man. I mean, you hit all the college games. College yeah, game day. To see America, man. Yeah. I, I actually want to do that. I actually would not mind that. All right, we'll do a Florida man. We're an hour and 15. We'll do a Florida right. man real quick. Florida man accused of fatally shooting neighbor whose cat walked onto his property. Oh. Florida man has been charged with second-degree homicide after allegedly shooting and killing his neighbor after their cat wandered onto his property. WFLA reports the incident occurred last Wednesday in Umatilla, a central Florida city near Ocala. Police say Clifford Anthony Bliss Jr., love the three names, 58, became irate when the cat belonging to his neighbor, 41-year-old James Arlen Taylor Jr., walked onto Bliss's property. Bliss went to his neighbor's home, armed with a 22 caliber rifle, and threatened to shoot the cat. After Taylor pleaded with him not to shoot his cat, Bliss shot Taylor at least once in the chest, killing him. Oh, my God. Uh, the victim... Why not kill the cat? Fuck the cat. <laughs> The victim, Mr. James Arlen Taylor Jr., tells him, please don't shoot the cat, Sheriff Sergeant Paul Bloom told WFLA. Mr. Bliss decides, you know what? I'm just going to shoot him. So he shot Mr. Taylor and killed him right there. Two witnesses who happened to be driving past Taylor's property after the shooting had taken place stopped their vehicle when they noticed the victim on the ground. After asking Taylor if he was okay, he replied, no, I'm dying. Everyone... Uh, there told us that this gentleman was sort of a neighborhood hothead, Bloom said. We were just shocked that something this minuscule could rise to something this devastating. Wow. Bliss is being held without bond at Marion County Jail. Wow. Florida man for the week. Florida man. Interesting. Nuts guy. So and that takes us to our Mount Rushmore of the Mount week. Mount Rushmore. So do you want to do Mount Rushmore of teams that did not make the Super Bowl? Whichever. Yeah, that's fine. You can do that. Teams that yeah. didn't make the Super Bowl. Okay. <clears throat> So, I mean, I'll go first with the, the one that you mentioned earlier yep. because yep. Uh, that Minnesota Vikings team with <laughs> Randall Cunningham, um, Randy Moss, Chris Carter, mm-hmm. uh, I guess it was 1998, and yep. They, yep. they lost to the Falcons. Yeah. And um, I forget who the Falcons' safety was, then gets caught. Eugene something or other. Robinson. Locker? No. Robin. What was it? What did you say? Eugene Robinson? I don't know. I think it was. Eugene something like that. And he was like this stand-up great guy. He was like yeah, Walter yeah, Payton yes. Award winner. And, and he then he got caught, caught with a hooker. hooker. <laughs> what a great guy. Hey, honey, I got caught with a hooker night last before night. before the night before. freaking Super Bowl. All right, I will go with the 1988 Philadelphia Eagles who lost in the Fog Bowl. And I think that might have been Buddy's best team and their best ah, chance to go to the Super Bowl. That is a great one. I, I thought the same same thing. Ah, oh, look who's uh, sending us um, a little late, but we got a Morty with the yardstick coming in. Oh, yeah. Morty with the yardstick. <laughs> um, that's a great one. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go in 2011. Okay. The Packers were 15 and one, and they made they got upset by a nine and seven Giants team. Yep. In the playoffs. Yep. It was a great... It was an Aaron Rodgers team. And then the, I think the Giants go on and win the Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah, they beat the, uh, the Patriots. Patriots. Yeah. Really. Which, if we go to the best teams not to well, win a Super one. Bowl, yeah, that would yeah, be, be a great one, one of the teams. Well, I mean, one of the ones you had mentioned earlier, uh, one of the first years Ben uh, Roethlisberger was there. Yep. Uh, Pittsburgh was 15-1. and one, 
And I remember that was the tuck rule game, and I'm thinking, you know, I'm already planning ahead, thinking Raiders got the ball. Okay, now we got to go to Pittsburgh. Are we going to be able to beat them? And they didn't even have that chance. So, but that Pittsburgh team at 15 and one was dynamic. They had yeah. a great deal. They had a great everything. They had this rookie quarterback just doing his job. Uh, but, but that tuck rule game was the championship game, wasn't it? No, no, that was the game that led to the game. Get that out was of a here. divisional game. Yeah. And so the Patriots then beat. Beat the Steelers. Steelers. They're the ones who beat the Steelers. So then the Steelers had to have beaten the Colts that year because the Colts yeah. are really good. Yeah, Peyton probably Manning. Did. Yeah. Wow. Did, yeah. And then the next year, Peyton Manning again. I think the Pats take them down yeah. in 2005. Was that 2005? Or was that uh, the Pats the next... go back to back? No. Did they? Because the next year, I know the Raiders lost to the Ravens. Okay. Did the yeah, Ravens might... go on to win it that year? I think the, the Ravens... Ravens upset the Pats. Yeah, I think they're the ones who ended up uh, winning it wow. that year. Yeah. Holy crap! So yeah. Um, I don't know. Uh, I I definitely thought the Eagles fogball team was yeah. one of the best. Yeah. You know. Um, let's see. A little late. We want to do a Morty with the art stick. See yeah, if I can get yeah, that speaker see. on. Did I get that speaker? Morty with a yard stick. What let's see what's here? up since he's sending it to us now. Oh God, Morty. <laughs> and it's basketball, so it's going to be a good one. I can't even tell the teams he's got here. He's got some. Yeah, well, we're going to find out. Okay. Morty, ready? Yep. Well, that's from the G League today. G League. Uh, we got the <laughs> Blue Coats playing the uh, G League night team, and I want you to watch 55. They got the ball coming out underneath their own basket here. 55 is going to just roll around these big men, and his defender follows behind him. To this lane area, which is cleared out. Stupidity, man-to-man defense on these out-of-bounds plays. Yeah, Watch this. As the camera angle switches, 55 comes around. Defender follows behind him. Has it happened? Goes right down the gut for the easy bunny. Come on. You're never going to get to the league. <laughs> all right. So there's our morning with the RC. You're right, man. You're right. Good First good. of all, the score is 101 to 73. Morty. Watching G League basketball. Maybe he's yeah, where do you tune that shit in? <laughs> I don't even know how to tune that in, man. But anyway, Morty knows. Uh, who knows? Morty knows. Morty knows, hoops, man. Mort, Morty knows the soups. He does. So, anyway, um, that's it for uh, yeah, episode eighty nine championship, and uh, we'll write it out with some some music here. Darius Rucker to take us out. There we go. Thanks for riding shotgun with Norman Jimmy. Darius Rucker, by the way, a Clemson fan. Yeah. Is he Clemson in South Carolina? I know Clemson. Clemson, yeah. I knew he was from South Carolina. Yeah, because I had some friends I used to work with with Clemson were big on him. No shit. Yeah. So, sorry there, Jack. I know that you're a big cock fan. <laughs> Clemson. Thanks for riding shotgun with Norman Jim. Episode 89. We're going into the 90s next week. 90? Oh my god. I, I'm going to give you my first reveal on number 90. Norman Habley's sophomore year was number 90. Oh my god, I was. That's fucking right. I can't fucking believe they gave me that jersey. I, I was 56 and I was a D. I should have kept 56 in the next two years. Wow. Yeah, you were a quarter. We were a quarter. We were quarterbacks, and you're 90, and I'm 56. <laughs> they gave me that jersey. That's when I got mind you. Like you're 56, but I'm like, I'm a, I'm a D man. Like, I don't know who I saw the yearbook one time. I didn't even remember that. And then I guess uh, 
I think it was my junior year. That's when I got 28. Yeah, that's when I switched to 15. Yeah. That's fucking hilarious. Dude, where'd you find that shit? I just remember it. Come oh my on. god. I didn't even remember that until yeah, you said I it. I remember it. Yeah, I remember me being 90. Skinny little fucking white boy that's back there. Right. We're both skinny little white boys. Shit. That's fucking <laughs> hilarious. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Alright. We'll see ya.